Good. Okay, that was a test because I don't want fucking crazy people with us. This is serious. If he had Captain Asthma there to fight Drunky McDadbod, then it would have been a fair fight. Welcome to Unethical Podcast. Would you rather have Never. Scumbag Landlord or Bob Mata law, law, Landlord? Hmm. <laughs> no, no, like, you wouldn't be a landlord. You would have, like, you would own the house and the, like, the plot of land on his plot of land. So you're the lord of your own land. We're not there yet. So, We're not so, there. No, so, I, still can, land. I still can agree to this. For defense diaries, he owes you land. I mean, I own part of it. You already own part of it? Our defense diaries, yeah. Oh, you own defense diaries. I get you. So, yeah, we, we own it, yeah. I'm yeah. not just, um, you know, doing it for nothing. <laughs> I just want to help out. I'm just you here know, to help, yeah. We have Def Darren Wood from Defense Diaries here uh, as our guest today. And uh, Defense Diaries, I listen to shit ton of it. You guys are covering a serial killer right now. Um. um we are or potential or what they call a serial killer but like i don't know how this ends i've been purposely staying out of it this episode i came across because uh i was i don't know a couple of years ago like 2021 2020 i heard about like a ser an active serial killer in little rock arkansas you guys hear about this guy i don't think so yeah he's he's just like i guess late 2020 to early 2021 um there's this guy going around in the middle of the night like between one o'clock in the morning and four o'clock in the morning just like stabbing pedestrians like shit tons like brutally stabbing pedestrians oh rude yeah and they've never actually found this guy um it's, it's been a couple of years it hasn't been that long but uh his moniker is the little rock slasher or the rock town ripper the little rock slasher yeah the only slasher is the little rocks that's exactly yeah. <laughs> how I hear it. Yeah. Is oh, he's, he's from Little Rock, uh, Arkansas, right? That's or is it just here. like bald dudes who aren't buff? So they're <laughs> Little Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think I just don't. I hate when they give them nicknames that are cool. You know, like that's kind of cool. Slasher or Ripper. I just give him. I don't, I don't feel like he slashes or rips though. I guess yeah, he's stabber. Yeah, he's a, a stabber poker. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot better that sounds stupid so that'd be a lot better i hate when they make them sound cool um but there's four knife attacks so far in this three people dead uh august 24th 2020 the slasher catches his first victim 2 a.m uh 64 year old larry mccristian was viciously viciously attacked by the unknown killer just walking on the streets like i said at what time 2 a.m it's pretty old for him to be out that late yep I don't know if this just is just saying. Uh, <laughs> what time do you? Sixty-four-year-olds like ten o'clock. They're done. <laughs> How did you I've escape always... from the old folks' home? Yeah, exactly. I've always said that uh, handicap spots should have time time frames. You know, you don't need a handicap spot at midnight. 
Yeah, that's true. That's for sure. <laughs> that's horrible. Like they can't go out at night. Yeah, well, they should. They can, but they shouldn't. <laughs> it's hard to park those fucking vans at night. Um, You're blind and old. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, young people can be handicapped too. I don't know if you're aware of this. I mean, uh, wait, what? Then, yeah, then wait, why what? are they driving themselves? <laughs> this is confusing. So the slasher strikes again in the early mornings of September 23rd, 2020. This time it's 3 a.m. 62-year-old uh, Jeff Welsh is found on his deck by his friend, stab, stabbed multiple times in the neck. So That's a bad place as, as far as that being stabbed is concerned. The neck's not a great place for it. No, it's probably, probably the worst one. Yeah. It's probably the worst happen. one. It's true. You know what? You know what? COVID was tough for all of us. I mean, yeah, that's it's happening right in the middle of COVID too. You're right. So fucking maybe that's what it is. Someone's snapping from COVID. That's what you get for not uh, adhering to the lockdown rules. Yeah. Look, I, I, I get that. I get that he got stabbed in the neck, and that sucks. But I mean, like, I lost my sense of taste for like four days, and that sucked too. <laughs> did it drive you to murder? Did Did you want to run I down didn't the street get stabbing COVID. people? It was a bit. Let's move on. Um. <laughs> At about 3.30, uh, then the next 2021, there's no kills till 2021, till April 11th. Uh, at about 3.30 a.m., police were called about a 42-year-old woman named Deborah Walker. What do you mean about she... 42? Sorry, <laughs> about a woman. I said, I, I, I said my sentence improperly. Police were called about a woman, 42-year-old Deborah Walker, and she was stabbed 15 times. Walker was alive when the police arrived, and she gave a description of the man who had stabbed her. She didn't see the where which direction he went, but she did say that he was a six foot tall man, young, slim, and black. Oh, of course. She said that he walked right up to her with a knife in his hand and just starting her stabbing her for like no reason at all. He just right in the street stabbed her. Um, she survives. So just saying the youngest one is the only survivor. So far, yeah. The only woman is the only survivor. Are you yeah. sure she said that he was six feet tall and not that he wasn't standing six feet away from her? With the stabbing motion? Six feet stabbing? That's what is Yeah, this? no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I, what if she was just complaining that he wasn't six feet away and they were like, ah, so six feet tall because they didn't want to listen to her anymore. It's a COVID joke. I get it. <laughs> I got... <laughs> None of my COVID jokes are landing, but you know what? It'll work. It'll infect you all. Just wait. Over three. <laughs> it's because we um, can't see you. That's why it's not funny. Yeah, oh, you know, I can't see the cheeky, cheeky eyebrows or whatever when you're saying it. I don't know. Cheeky eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of cheeky eyebrows, you remember when I made that picture of yeah, us with both of our faces and the cheeks had eyebrows? Anyway, go on. That was amazing. I, this lady survives. So I guess maybe the killer hears that she doesn't die or something because 27 hours after that, the little dick slasher strikes again. I'm going little dick slasher. Love that. Oh, no, watch out, everybody, with little dicks. <laughs> People got a call about a man who was stabbed multiple times around the same area, the first three victims. His name was Marlon Franklin, and he was 40, so he's actually the youngest one. Franklin was a homeless dude, so it took them a long time to identify the body, and it was hard for them to figure out exactly how long he'd been de dead for. Like, he'd been there for how, how long? Could have been five minutes, could have been ten hours. They don't know, really, when he died. Wait, what? They just found him randomly. He wasn't like fresh dead. He wasn't freshly dead. There are stages of things that happen in 
a certain order well, after you're dead to help you determine these sorts of things. True, true. But a lot of this stuff. Not Arkansas. No, it's not that. A lot of this stuff. <laughs> a lot of the details of this stuff isn't really public knowledge yet because they haven't really found this guy. So they're not really saying, I guess, the police exactly when he was stabbed. They're they're saying later on the next day in the evening. So I'm guessing it happened between the hours because they did say the, between the hours of like one and four. So it's probably between those hours on the At next least day. Considering enough to give a time frame just to not leave your house, you know? Yeah, that's exactly what they did. They put out a public safety warning. Like at the end of April, LRPD chief Keith Humphrey, he makes a public aware of the slasher and he puts out a public safety warning. He stated strongly that he believed all four victims were connected. I just want to show you this guy because he put out this thing. I want everyone to understand that this got shown out to everyone. And this guy's a dork and a half. Second thing. He sounds like he has like he has like a speech impediment. Anyways, he just looks like a dork, dork police officer or police chief. And he's out there warning everybody about a serial killer, which. Hello, I'm Keith Humphrey, police chief of the Little Rock Police Department. Part of my duties are to work to acquire and maintain a consistent level of safety in our community. To date. There have been 22 homicides in 2021. Regrettably, that is part of what I want to inform you of today. I also want to inform you of a known threat to our community. In early April of 2021, our communications department received a call of a cutting in progress. We responded. The victim in this case lived and spoke with detectives about the experience. Days later, we investigated a homicide where a lifeless body was found on Wright Avenue. Detectives took information from those two cases and compared them to two homicides from six months ago and noted similarities in all four cases. It was determined then that these incidents could possibly be connected based off the evidence in each case. Therefore, a need to notify the public exists. Without compromising these investigations, I can say for certain that these incidents happened in the Midtown area. They also occurred between the hours of 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. Those who were walking in the area were randomly attacked. Here's what we know. The common suspect... He does look like a dork, but he also looks like he's too old to be walking around at night, so I'm not sure he's the best police chief. <laughs> I can't believe that he they only had 22 homicides in April in Little Rock. Up to April in Little Rock? is yeah. How... So I was looking into this as it was coming out. Like, I guess I was a little late to the game. It was about June 2021, June, July, because I remember, anyways, it was around then when I started looking this up. Just out of curiosity, active serial killer is interesting. Um, and then as I'm looking this up, I start running into a guy who's calling himself Shadow Vision. And what the fuck is a Shadow Vision, you ask? I did well, ask that. <laughs> isn't that one of the Avengers? <laughs> not really it's two of them it's two uh, yeah. of the Avengers <laughs> <laughs> just jammed into one um, compound Avenger well him and his other ilk are what we're going to be talking about today uh, first of all I'll tell you one thing I don't know his real name nobody does um, he told you shadow vision I guess yeah. if he has if he has tinder I'd be able to find out pretty quick he can't see in the dark but he can see when it's not well lit <laughs> <laughs> Dimly lit, I got that. Dark, yeah, like everybody else. Yeah. He he is what they call. He's what he calls himself, and a lot of other people around the world call themselves real life superheroes. And he keeps his name anonymous on purpose. 
one of the few details I do have about Shadow Vision, whether I know, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But he says he's originally from Belfast, and you'll see why in a few minutes. I hope Vision's with a Z. It is not. It's actually Shadow with a capital V on Vision, but one word. Huh. What if his parents actually named him Shadow Vision? That would be that amazing. That is his name. They did not. Um, <laughs> they did not. <laughs> you don't know them. You don't know the Vision family of Belfast. There's another... <laughs> You're funny no, without your face. You're funny it's... without your face. You did it. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> <laughs> so I start looking into this guy. I'll tell you why I kept running into him for this in a second. But so I start looking into shadow vision. Like, what the fuck is a shadow vision? And the earliest thing I could find was a Facebook that he started in August 2019 under the title Real Life Superhero Switchblade. That was his original name, Switchblade. Hmm. The plot thickens. Yeah, he changes it to uh, Shadow Vision in October. Well, when you start stabbing people, you're going to want to change your name. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you're catching on a little early on this one because I literally oh! think this guy may or may not be the serial killer, but who knows? We'll see in a second. Okay, well, so you Everyone guys... may or may not be the serial killer. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not may or may not. I'm not definitely not there. So it's <laughs> higher probability than me. So that's may not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah. So in his old Facebook page, which doesn't exist anymore, I had to find screenshots of it. Uh, he claims that he will protect the innocent at whatever cost. And then uh, this is a quote: "I will sacrifice my own life to save an innocent life." Um, so apparently, he roams around Little Rock wearing a full black armored suit. Shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, he's got a steel helmet, a bulletproof chest, backplates, and shoulder pads. And he's got fanged arm cuffs with, and he carries around handcuffs. His suit makes him kind of look less, like a less menacing and more dorky black ops military officer. Like super anonymous, but like dorky as shit. He claims to know three types of martial arts. Okay. Wing Chun, Kung Fu, and Ninjutsu. The, uh, the martial art of being a ninja. None of those are real. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Kung Fu definitely is. The first two are. Mm, no, um, no. I'm not, you know, uh, in addition to his martial arts prowess, he carries around weapons uh, on his thighs. He carries around two size like Michelangelo or like Raphael, Raphael's like yeah. little size. And he also carries around two katanas. Leonardo. Leonardo. <laughs> and he also says, I only take those ones out if it's absolutely necessary. There you go. So let's put up a is picture. Is that him? Shadow, that is Shadow Vision. He's beautiful. <laughs> Look how beautiful he is. He looks like a shadow. And you can see him though, so it's shadow vision. Yeah. It We've makes got sense. Shadow vision. Yeah. Lo and behold, it makes sense. Yeah. And then he has the on his bangles, like in his arm things, he's got blades sticking out and he's calling them fangs. They're called fangs. That seems dangerous. Yeah, he also says, like, when you get hit with those, one of those, they're gonna hurt. They're Does gonna he have hurt. A car? Uh, we'll talk about it actually. Oh, uh, <laughs> his grandmother's mercury. I'm just saying, this looks like a man who takes public transportation, and that is a hazard <laughs> if it is well, yeah, I rush agree. hour. Bring those fangs in, bro. It's tight on the bus today. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll answer your question then. If that's what you're that's the joke, yes, he takes public transportation for sure. Okay, so See, there you go. But you know, he's on the bus and he's like, hey, fucking teenage. <laughs> bullshit hooligans stand up there's a pregnant lady or i'll fucking hit you in the face with my fangs so i mean <laughs> it's, they're gonna hurt it's useful they're gonna hurt they will hurt. hurt um he says the whole costume and weapons cost him twenty eight thousand dollars 
What? Uh, he's ballparking. He's ballparking. <laughs> no one that can afford a $28,000 of armor rides public transportation. <laughs> Shadow Vision right. is in Little Rock 2. So that's where he's based in Little Rock. And when this came out, he was telling everyone he's hunting the serial killer. Hmm. So here's a quote from the Facebook post where he says this. He goes, so this is a threat to you. When I find you, I will show you what I do to serial killers. I am hunting you right now. <laughs> do you think he said, I'll show you what I'll, I do? Because he wasn't really sure what he was going to do. Because yeah. <laughs> he's never done it before. As soon as I saw this, I'm like, I have to make fun of this guy. So I've had him on my for a while. I wish you could zoom in on his helmet because I have questions. Yeah, sure. It's got a GoPro attachment to the front of it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, Darren. Which is what he's trying to do with his uh, CEO killer yeah. hunting career. He's trying to go pro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show a video of uh, Shadow Vision after. So you okay. guys can see. You'll get a nice close-up of all of his everything. Um, all of his ever. I don't want that. Well, rocks. I'm just talking about his, his armor, his weapons, his talk of karate. Uh, you'll get it all. So... Does he have instructional videos? (laughs) Uh, Shadow Vision was interviewed by the website Oxygen.com. No COVID jokes for (laughs) Oxygen.com. No for Oxygen.com? No, sorry. Um, It's just not funny. It really picked up. uh, Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oxygen. Hard to get that when you have COVID. Yes. There you go. We found it. Okay. So, uh, and according to the, the article, he claims to have exterminated, and this is quotes, two other serial killers years ago, uh, one in North Carolina and the other in Texas. Killed? Like he said, he's he, saying killed exterminate. them? He said exterminated. But what he means, means is he killed two serial yeah, killers? Yeah, I think Does so. Does that make him a serial killer? No, he has I, to kill that, one more. That's one why more. he's looking for the third, because he wants to be the fucking, what's that? stupid thing that rj i mean that it is rj whatever that stupid thing that he says all the time the alpha the fucking apex predator there we go oh yeah he wants to be the apex predator of serial killers (laughs) by killing serial killers until he is a serial killer i guess so i guess that's what this that's why he's hunting this one so he can finally become the thing he hated the most so yeah, I love that. He says he exterminated two of them. Uh, Shadow Vision claims he took care of those low-life serial killers back in the 90s. Shadow Vision does uh, claim that he loves hunting high-ranking gang members too. That's what he said. He's like, uh, you know, it's my second favorite thing to kill? High-ranking gang members, guys. Close second. Uh, close, close second. second. <laughs> close second. Uh, Shadow Vision also told Oxygen that he thinks that he is getting close. This is, Oct- uh, I think it's about October 2021. Or sorry, uh, June 2021. He's getting close to catching the killer, getting close, and that he has his name already, so he already knows who it is. And he's okay? just gonna let them keep killing people instead of turning them in. Cool. I was gonna say if he's hunting gang member, gang leaders, or whatever he said. You know, I thought he's killed got at least one by now. I mean, he looks pretty. Yeah. He looks pretty professional. He's a serial <laughs> killer. He's a serial killer. When when asked by Oxygen. People uh, by the oxygen people, if he had a message to send to the killer, he said, "Quote: I'm coming for you. I also want a one-on-one fight with you." <laughs> oh my and god! Quotes. This guy is 13 years old. He's 13 years old, and um, this is ridiculous. Oh, I, hang on. So, I have something better than you. my face. 
at, at the you? end of <laughs> at the end of the at, at the end of the interview they asked him like is there anything else you want to say and he said yeah could you send money to my paypal so i can get a vehicle so i can better hunt the serial killer so just send money <laughs> to my paypal uh, so he wanted the shadow mobile that's what i said he didn't say that i'm going to say that uh but he actually says to them he wants to get a scion because they are quote agile and can take turns at high speeds so he's, he's begging for money to get a scion they don't even make scion anymore you want to use scion <laughs> yeah probably because they go quick around corners man shadow vision claims his last vehicle was shot up so he can't use it anymore you know hey, otherwise be just my, grand- my grandma's gonna be real pissed yeah. <laughs> i get her minivan shot up again uh since then I haven't seen, I've been watching for Shadow Vision because he uh, cracks me up. I haven't, and I started doing this episode thinking like, there's got to be a lot more because maybe I wasn't paying attention enough. I couldn't really find much beyond October, 2021. Uh, I saw one of the real life superhero Wikipedias that he's he's went offline, uh, but there's been also no kills from the serial killer since 2021, since mid 2021 as well, since middle of uh, April, 2021. And he said he had his name. So I'm just saying they're both training and preparing, training and preparing <laughs> to fight each other. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. this, this I mean, last two years is going to be like a 30 second montage fight scene. Like it's going to be like be for the so actual fight. Sweet. Yeah, I, can't I, wonder, I wonder what song they're going to pick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. I was going to say out of the tiger, but that's too like lame. It's got to be something like real original, Richard. Real original. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, I'm, like I said, I did hear about this and I'm digging a lot around it. So I go look them up. I wanted to bring you guys a video. So I find this video that's I find is perfect way to describe shadow vision for all of us today. So let me share that with you now. I'm so excited about this video. <laughs> I mean, I, you can't tell from my facial expression, but I'm really excited. About this video. <laughs> Was he saying with the kids? Uh, the, ch- the children are our future, and shadow vision. Shadow vision is our it's fucking for the babies. I am a guardian. But, um. As a guardian, though, um, I'm actually I'm actually out here. Oh my god, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot he's English. I would sacrifice my life to save an innocent one. Regardless, it sounds like Southern and English. Just wait. Oh my god. Who's Joe the Pino? Serial killers, all of those. Serial killers. I hate of letting them know, but I am here and I will stop them. I will hunt each and every one of them down and I will stop them. There's so many of them. I am Shadow Vision. Holy shit! <laughs> it's like this is part. He's just googling himself for the video right now, just so everybody knows. He's just googling himself. Oh god! We gotta give. I gotta I give you guys a bit more of this. Guy. My new favorite song. That was evil. my new ringtone. Shut up, Richard. Um, he was actually a. Um, he was with the Hells Angels at 1931 to 1981. He killed. Um, so I promise that I would 
stop others like him. If one has a really, a really horrible childhood anything, that that one will want to help <laughs> others after they get older. And in 1992, I travel. I, um, I have actually traveled to um, um, states, um, Africa. People are just walking by and not caring. There's no fucking way. Asia, Russia, Germany. <laughs> All because I, I had to learn. Where does he think Russia is? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but like, okay, so all I wanted to do was make fun of this guy when I saw him, right? No, I feel really bad. I know, I'm we just... should feel bad because he's a fucking handicapped dude like he's he's, not... he's like autistic oh, i think man. but he's it's got crazy. a really severe stutter like that's so sad and everyone everyone that takes like you don't get any indication of this by reading articles you just go like oh cool guy with swords and shit you see pictures then you go listen to that you're like this guy is mentally challenged and they're interviewing this guy you know what i mean i wanted to make fun of this so bad i know it sucks i feel like such an asshole and we did for a bit, and it's not on purpose. We didn't know, you know I what I mean? Like, I feel like you attracted us a little bit. But appreciate yeah, it. I did. I did. But, <laughs> I feel like you attracted us a little bit. I don't appreciate it. But I, we're not the worst people in this. We're not the worst people. He's going on the news, of telling course, everyone, yeah, he's telling everyone he wants to hunt a serial killer. Everyone that's talked to this guy knows. He's got keepers. There's people watching him. They're letting him keepers. hunt a serial killer. Yeah. Does he actually have keepers? You can't call him keepers. <laughs> well no he could be high functioning autistic i'm just saying my point is somebody's letting him say that in the news and the news is printing it and they all know what they're doing yes i agree that's shady that is shady. i did not know what was happening until i watched that so anyways shadow vision's either offline someone probably talked him out of it or he actually went out and killed that serial killer and it's over but I just want you guys to see what we're dealing with. This is the kind of like that's that's shadow vision. That's what I thought was gonna be like a serial, like a guy hunting a serial killer. He's not hunting a serial. The price of his um equipment all of a sudden makes more sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Chris Chan with all his crap. Yeah. A lot of things yes. make more sense. The ninjutsu, you get that now. I feel yeah. really bad. He like created this alter ego probably because he's embarrassed about his severe stutter. Yeah, and he, and he he's uh, like, I'm not going to say that what he's doing is like taunting a serial killer is not smart, okay? But all the other stuff that he's doing too, he's giving out like food to homeless people. Uh, yeah, he's doing but... shit like that and doing community outreach. And he's like, uh, he even says later in this video, he's like, I know I have a heart, a big uh, speech impediment, but it just proves to you that like disabled people can do things too. And it's like, okay, you're like an advocate. God damn it. Too. It's amazing. Uh, I can yeah, hunt so... serial killers just as well as somebody <laughs> with an IQ above 45. So anyways, we've we fucked up. I did the same thing, so you guys had to come through the same journey as me. But what I'm saying is yep. uh, it's not fair. It's not fair. It is fair. <laughs> this, <laughs> you didn't do it um, while being recorded. So uh, I just did it the same as you. I was making fun of him just the same as you. But Yeah, it came a long way here. Holy fuck. Yeah, so I, I, I start getting more interested. So like, okay, this guy wants to get a scion, whatever. 
is there more people like this? This is when I started asking this question. And there are ah, shit tons. Sorry, I'm sorry. We have to pause again. I Okay, so this is obviously an older person. This isn't like a young kid. Because he was like, yeah. oh, I, I, I traveled and learned martial arts when I was in 1992. <laughs> and like, I, what if, hear me out here. What if he's seen Scary Movie and he's playing Officer Doofy but he's actually the serial killer. Sure. Like you could be right too. That's, this is like him throwing off the police. This is the video throws out there. So like, Oh, leave shadow vision alone. He'll, he'll disappear soon. Maybe. I think the stabbings were accidental. He just didn't have control of his fucking. <laughs> jet. Yeah. He's just doing, he's just trying to do jumping jacks late at night. <laughs> Accidentally fangs some passersby. What happens? It's awful, but the media did this to this guy, not me. I feel bad for him. Honestly, I do. But my God, that's hilarious and terrible at the same time. Maybe this is the moment of like the other, what's the, the other, the usual suspects. Like maybe he's the whole time just in front of our face. We didn't know. This is the big twist. Who knows? I doubt it though. Uh, Kaiser Sose? Yeah, Kaiser Sose. Maybe this is Kaiser Sose moment. I doubt it too, but I'm just saying like, keep an eye on this guy. This is yeah. hard. Especially since nobody knows his name. Spot. Like you, people remember the special kid. It's a name that people don't forget. Like if all of a sudden, like this special person just like blooped into existence, that's really suspicious. Oh, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Someone knows who this guy. But he says he's from Belfast, and he made his way to. He's not from Belfast. No, that's what I mean. That's not the. This is the social media age, man. Everyone would know if there was a special kid that is now a special adult being special on TV. A Belfastian. <laughs> fastite um yeah so shadow vision aside i wanted to look into different ones is there more real life serial killers out there shit tons more all around the world superheroes superheroes real life sorry real life (laughs) superheroes that's correct real life superheroes uh shit tons of them all across the world yeah most of them i will give them mostly credit okay uh a good portion of them just go out and like basically cosplay go out to the homeless population, give out some food to them or go do community outreach. But there end up being like advocates for spousal abuse, stuff like that. Like they're not really going to stop crime or anything, but they are going out at night and helping people. And I feel like super, maybe not necessary. I get, I, yeah. I see, I see your point. And, but that's the whole cosplay that's thing. Like they make a regular old hero. That's true. That's true. <laughs> regular old fashioned, good old fashioned hero. But there's another, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's true. There's one guy. Okay, I'll, I'll f- one guy. I was like, who's the first real life superhero that we can figure out? There's a lot, so I picked my favorite one. There's a guy named Captain Ozone, and uh, he's been around fighting eco crime since March 13th, 1989. Um, Before there was eco crimes. What is eco crime? <laughs> uh, like he's basically Captain Planet, but like a year and a half he's before a Captain hero. Planet. I yeah. don't know what Captain Planet is. Down, down to zero. zero. Captain Planet. He's blue. Um, he's okay. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what Captain Planet is, though. I know what going, he's blue. Going okay. to stop crimes <laughs> that have to do with the environment, like oil spills, like litter, or deforesting, or like he's littering. kicking litter. Fucking the better not litter. Captain <laughs> <Yeah>. Planet's around. <laughs> uh, Captain Ozone. Claims he's from the year 2039 and he's here to save oh, our planet shit. from its impending ecological doom. This man is also disabled. Now I'm sad again. Here, some of these people are very campy. This guy here is not disabled. He's just like being Stupid. funny. Being funny. 
Um, so here's a video of him appearing from 20 uh, from 2039 into 1989. March 13th is when this video was originally. It's not even that far in the future. I, it was in it's 1989. Years. Oh yeah, fair it, enough. Fair enough. It was in 1989. Yeah. Is he also blue? No, not blue. Okay. So original video documentation of Captain Ozone on his time machine, which materialized into a moving AMC Pacer in Bellingham, Washington, on March 13th, 1989. Ozone claims to be a time traveler from the year 2039. There were no AMC Pacers in the year 2039. Not anymore. In 1989, there were. This is how hilarious Captain Ozone is. That's Garth's car. <laughs> Garth Algar has the same car. It is, it's true. Yeah. Excuse me. It's time machines in the Isn't that funny? Isn't that, isn't that funny? It's great. It's funny. He just he just appeared. Why is he inside the car? Because he appeared on the top of it. They do crazy stuff in 2039. Ghost ride the whip. He's here to save the day. Thanks, Captain Ozone. So he is blue, and he's wearing a thong, and he showed up <laughs> on the top of a shitty car, sitting on a toilet that was attached to the roof of the shitty car, and cut off traffic. That was how he entered the year 1989. Exactly. That's how he entered the mall. Yeah, that's pretty much right. Um, so, so is he the JC Penny? <laughs> he just, I need to get a new thong. This thong is riding up too much. It was. It was obscene. It was pretty good. Um, so that's Captain Ozone. And there's fucking so many more. Like, like I said, all over the world. There's like a whole Wikipedia where they're listed and divided by country. Like, fucking let's look. Um, I didn't write, I wasn't, I was just give examples of whatever, pick a country. I'll, I'll tell you one right now. Pick a country. Belfast. <laughs> Belfast? I'm pretty sure I just saw Belfast. I Shadow did not Vision. see Belfast. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, here, here's a Canadian one. Okay. This guy's name is, where's, where's the good one from Canada that I saw? See, Captain Planet is way more Jack than that guy. Yeah, for sure. For sure, Captain Planet. But everyone keeps saying he's just a ripoff of Captain Planet. But he likes to say, I was out a year and a half before Captain Planet. Thank you. That's the whole reason. How fucking dare he. But if he's from the future, then he wasn't. Technically, he's That's not. True. Yeah. That's he true. That's true. So future ripoff of Captain Planet. That's how he chose 89. He went back before Captain Planet started. He was started. from the future, and everyone <laughs> kept shitting on him for being Captain Planet. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go back before there was Captain Planet, and then I'll be the original. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Fucking guy. So here's here's a good one from Canada. His name's Polar Man, and he's from Aqualiquit. Aqualic? I don't know how to say that. Aqualiquit? Akalowit, that's how you say it. Akalowit, none of it. And what his he, what he does is he shovels snow off sidewalks and keeps playgrounds safe for children during the day and patrols the streets for criminals at night wearing a when black balaclava. I was about to say, when does he sleep? Never. But he all he does is wear balaclava and walk around at there, night like it's fucking. There is no none time of it. to sleep when you're saving the world or <laughs> and shoveling the sidewalks. <laughs> right. That's what I mean. Get a snowblower, dipshit. <laughs> snowblower man just comes and takes all right. his business <laughs> liberia liberia has lionheart and lionheart educates educates liberia liberians about Isn't the dangers of human trafficking what about that's australia that's a john paul van damme movie 
Lionheart. Li- that's true. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Australia has wearing a specifically made black knife-resistant clothing and wearing a black mask. Black Rat of Sydney carries a utility belt and backpack containing a fire blanket, fire extinguisher, first aid kit, and drinking water. He has campaigned for better lighting in the streets and more community involvement in neighborhoods. If you want better lighting, stop putting out all the fires, you dipshit. <laughs> problem solved. You are the problem. Oh my God. <laughs> Black rats, only nemesis. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same fire that killed his dad. <laughs> yeah, taking revenge against the fire that killed his parents. Oh, that's very Australian. Okay, Dex, here's Finland, and I'll, I'll move on. Finland, uh, Dex, laser skater, has been patrolling the streets of Helsinki since 1997. He has modeled his alter ego after the short-lived comic book, Skate Man. He specializes in guiding tourists, tipping waiters, doormen, and street musicians, and helping the police. <laughs> his special power is tipping waiters. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's more impressive. That's more impressive than helping the police. <laughs> Wait, true. I have a question. What, what is Mexico's? Does Mexico... Oh. Have one? Mexico definitely has one. I took him oh, out of the episode. About laser scanner, though. I, I took him. We will. Okay, talk about laser scanner, then I'll do Mexico. Is it a hyphenated? No, one word. Dex. I, mean, if it was, if it was, I thought maybe his mom's last name was laser and his dad's last name was skater. And it was like uh, Dex laser skater. Oh, his yeah. Last name. yeah. I wonder if Dex is even really his first name. <laughs> Mexico, Mexico has a guy, uh, his name is Super Super Barrio Gomez, and he's a high school dropout who wears red tights and a red and yellow wrestler mask. He uses his unique image to organize labor rallies, protest, and file petitions to prevent families from being evicted. It's-a me, Barrio. <laughs> Super Barrio, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, they're all over the place, and they're basically all saying the same thing, just like doing little things to help the community. There are some people that do patrol the evenings, though. Can the families not file their own petitions to not get evicted? Not if they don't know how to read or write. Super Barrio comes in and he, like, helps. He's a high school dropout. (laughs) 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 He got to grade nine more than most of these people that he helps out. Yeah, so there's a whole, like I said. surprising. Are there more in Australia? I know how much Australia loves to put Supa in front of things. There's a bunch in Australia. I could go. I want another Australian one. Captain Australia, which is kind of lame. Featured in MX in the Courier Mail. Captain Australia? <laughs> yeah, it's lame. I wonder how Captain America feels about that. <laughs> <laughs> Ripped off. They always right. take what I have. Uh, so, yeah, he, Captain Australia, and is based in Brisbane, Queensland. Uh, police have expressed their preference that Captain Australia not intervene in incidents. That's literally all it says. Uh, Captain Australia. But there's there's more everywhere. What a- Maybe he's just Lieutenant Australia. Yes, there are others. Most of them do all the community work. There's others, however, like Shadow Vision, and they patrol the streets at night in their costumes. Uh, then I came across our PCS, our piece de la resistance, Mr. Phoenix Jones. Uh, this is going to be the most of the episodes about this fucking guy. Most of the episode. Uh, wow, good. we've already we've already covered so much. Yeah. Well, we just talked about a serial killer quickly. Yeah, speaking of which, sorry, did we reach any resolution there? Shadow about? Vision's also Shadow Vision and the serial killer are both still on the loose. Yeah, they're still on the loose. Nobody I haven't there's no updates since late 2020 on either of them. Or late 2021, sorry, on either of them. 
the only thing I do know is that all of his, all of Shadow Vision's like social media has been taken down. So I'm assuming he's just like, oh, they done. caught him. Yeah, or he's just done. Like, there's no time for social media when you're training. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you can't use distractions. Um, yeah. So I okay, really so- wish I knew Batman well enough to make a Bane reference right now. Somebody do the Bane voice and say something about being raised by the shadow because I can't. I don't know the movie well enough to make it funny. I see. I do know it, and that's not going to be funny. So yes, it will be. <laughs> you promised if you showed your face, you'd be funny. <laughs> so yeah, Phoenix Jones around this time is getting in a lot of trouble around the time Shadow Vision's out there. So I think there's a, like a co- correlation between the end of Shadow or Phoenix Jones's career and the end of Shadow Vision. I think Shadow Vision probably lost a lot of credibility because of. Phoenix Jones, and we'll get to why. False. Shadow Vision did not ever have credibility. Where where is You're Phoenix right. Jones located? Is he in Phoenix? He is in Seattle. <laughs> That's actually a better name, I think. I actually where agree. Where in I Seattle? Because like Seattle, Washington, <laughs> um, the Northwest. Thank you. <gasps> I'm very close to Seattle, where I am. So thanks, America. Yeah, Phoenix Jones. <laughs> we do know his real name. Uh, it is Benjamin Fodor. Uh, and he was, is, I'm not sure if he's still active or not. Uh, he's up and down this guy, but Did he ever really retire from superherodom. I guess you not. I mean? He tried to, he tried to, but we'll see. Every time I went out, they dragged me back in. <laughs> Michael Corleone or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so he, yeah, he was the Seattle guy. Uh, his story is a little crazy. So I figure this whole episode should focus on him a bit more than Shadow Vision because, like I said, Shadow Vision isn't really prominent and went back into hiding, I guess. So let's talk Jones. Superhero Phoenix Jones, real name Ben Fodor. Fodor doesn't reveal too much about his past, but I do know a few things. Fodor was born in Texas on February 11th, 1988. Uh, he says that he was given up for a duck adoption. Uh, his parents just dropped him off at the, like, I guess adoption place. I don't know how that works. Like a pit pit bull rescue. (laughs) Yeah. But he said it's only him. All his brothers and sisters never got dropped. Just him. Because his dad found out, I guess his mom was cheating on him and he wasn't his dad's kid. So his dad said, get rid of that kid. But let's stay together and have more children. I guess so. I, I, it doesn't make sense to me either. This guy's a little bit full of shit. So I'm going to go a lot actually full of shit. Yeah, I also know that as a young man, Ben Fodor was a bowling champ, like under 18 champion of all of bowling. He's got two perfect games on his record, which is pretty rare for anyone, never mind a under 18 year old. He wears a costume that's black and gold, and it's got like a gold chevron, like a black suit, but just like a gold arrow pointing towards his chest. Uh, And he calls it dragon plate armor. Uh, apparently dragon plate is supposed to be bulletproof and stab resistant. I feel like he hasn't field tested that. Uh, yes, he has actually, uh, a lot. This guy's crazy. So he also has a black and gold rubber mask that matches the suit. Uh, the armor isn't plain. The chest has like a six pack on it. So it's not just like, it's got a fucking chest six pack. It's pretty, pretty good. Jones also says he hates when the armor is called a costume. Okay, it's his super suit. It's not a fucking costume. It's a super suit. Well, I think maybe it's both. <laughs> Jones says the super it's it's a super suit. He says it's not a costume because the reason he even wears it is so police know that he's not the bad guy. You know, when he's out there stopping crime and the cops show up, they're not gonna just shoot him. They see, oh, that's Phoenix Jones helping out. 
He's bulletproof anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why waste the ammo? Jones also carries a bunch of weapons and stuff like that. He's got a stun baton. He's got pepper spray. He's also got handcuffs and a first aid kit. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> I feel like his his weapons are the first aid kit of weapons. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's Phoenix Jones right there. There's a good picture of Phoenix right there. I don't think those abs are built into the costume. Oh god! I think he's just ripped. Well, I'm going to tell you, he is ripped. Uh, he's an amateur MMA fighter and claims to train for bouts with uh, his bouts on the streets. And he's actually got a professional career, a record going for MMA. He's actually fought real fights. Oh, I would actually request a professional. Before, eh, if you're going to come save me, can you at least be a professional MMA fighter? <laughs> he's got, I think, 22, I think, or 21 fights, and he's only lost five. He's won seven, tied one, I believe, or something like that. I, I can't remember how much. No, I know. it's. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, comes up, it comes up later. He started patrolling the streets when he was a victim of robbery in 2009. Uh, the story is he's saying it like he went to some water park, he didn't say which one, with his kid, and when he got back to his car... The window was smashed out and everything valuable was stolen from his car. And the only thing that was left at the scene was a black ski mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What yeah. the fuck? He's yeah. a ski mask on to steal from someone's car. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, top it all off, top the whole thing off. His kid tripped, I guess, and fell in the glass and cut himself on his knees pretty badly. So like he mm. took that fucking mask and said, "I'll get you, whoever did Taking this." Oh, I thought I that. I thought he picked up the ski mask, put it on, became this like alter ego or whatever. He had shit peripherals, so he wasn't watching his kid. The kid tripped and fell in the glass, and he was like, "Stupid mask!" <laughs> no, no, he just saw the mask. That was the only thing left there. His kid fell in it, started bleeding. He calls the police. Police say, "Hey, man." Really, not much we can do at this point. Just we'll put in a report. And we'll see if we can find someone at some point. But it's really that's why he do. carries the first aid kit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for kids' for sure. knees. For sure. What was in the car to steal? His bowling trophies. Yeah, exactly. Not much. I'm sure maybe some fucking loose change. Not much. Crackhead stole it. Apparently, crackheads broke it and stole his shit. Yeah, but the cost of the ski mask would offset the cost of what was <laughs> stolen from his. I feel like this is an overreaction. Is my point. Yeah. No. Uh, I. Hey, man, he's more mad at the police, okay? And he says, that that's bullshit. You can't do anything. You don't stop crimes. All you do is go after the crime and investigate. If you can't investigate, it's nothing. There's no justice in that. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. What's that minority report, dude? <laughs> the crime so has to happen before anyone was uh, guilty of anything. So that's the first time he like thought to himself, somebody's got to do something. And then a couple months later, uh, one of his friends was getting beat up outside of a nightclub. Not on my watch. And then Fodor, he looked in his car, his, his car, and he says, the, the ski mask is still in there. So he takes out the ski mask, puts it on, runs up and beats the shit on this guy. You know, it gets this guy off his friend. You kind of called that one, Celeste. I did. Kind of it's not even him it's the mask right it's like you know like the mask jim carrey the, yeah jim carrey yeah, totally. there's music playing in the background what's that um smoking or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> my yeah, name so is he... cuban pete i'm the king of the rumba beats when i shake my rockers <laughs> did he do that well he kicked the that's a song so glad i remembered it um <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so he holds down this guy, he, like, punches him in the head, holds him down with his friend, wait for the police to come. The police take him, and he says to his friend, man, that was, like, some real superhero shit. We should do this all the time. 
Well, except for his friend who's getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, yeah. It, the, the the friend is out of the picture now. He's gone to full superhero mode now. I also I'm love a... the beating lasted long enough for him to make it to his car, <laughs> find a ski mask he didn't even remember that he had, and still go. It's, yeah, that's I don't know. Well, I assume he was going to the car to get the like first aid kit, right? Because he's like, oh no, his knees are going to be skinned. Oh my god, <laughs> his knees should be terrible. Oh, those are gonna be some hella skinned up knees and first aid kit so after this he decides to dish the bell clava because he says i need a costume or a super suit so police know it's me not the one of the killers did he take a costume he guess he buys a costume he buys the first costume in 2010 he buys this super suit richard super suit super suit, super suit. god damn it costume yeah so he what he buys is like an old batman suit and he says the nipples were too big, so he just shredded down the nipples to flat, and then just like that's was his first suit. It was like a Batman suit with the nipples gone. So he body shamed the Batman suit. <laughs> yeah, he body shamed his own Batman suit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's amazing. <laughs> so ever since then, he's been stopping car thieves, preventing drunk drivers from getting into their cars, and breaking up bar fights. Uh, he even <laughs> there's even a rumor out there that he stopped a terrorist attack. An eco terrorist. An eco-terrorist, probably. It was Captain fucking, uh, Ozone. Captain Ozone, exactly. Yeah. So he uh, spends a lot of time at bars, eh? Yeah, he walks around at night, like, inter- or, like patrolling the streets. He's claimed to be stabbed a bunch of times, shot at a bunch of times. Well, it's last call. Better go stand outside this bar. Yeah, he's definitely been stabbed because there are <laughs> uh, reports of him going into the emergency room with stab wounds. But being shot at, maybe not. He's been around gunshots for sure, but like, were they directed at him? No, uh, I don't think so. Where's the dragon plate? I was just about to say, I thought you he, said his suit was impenetrable. Were they stabbing him in the nipples? No, he bought that nipple suit. It wasn't impenetrable at that time in 2010. Then he bought his next suit after he was shot and stabbed. He said he had to upgrade his super suit to a stab resistant bulletproof dragon scale suit. After all, he got all stabbed a bunch. Then he had to upgrade to like the more expensive one. He says his suit's like, Nine thousand yeah, dollars. So petite nipples, yeah, for sure. Yeah, with normal nipples. I mean, how can he be out there saving people if he's you know recuperating from injury? It makes sense. Mm. Yep, it's a solid investment. Uh, yeah. He records all of his he called what he calls saves, uh, and he would post them to YouTube. Um, here's a video entitled "Phoenix Jones versus Helicopter Dick." Versus. I'm sorry, <laughs> Phoenix Jones versus <laughs> Helicopter Dick. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the cameraman's He's got great. like a whole crew. Oh yeah, we'll talk about the crew in a bit. I just want you guys to understand he's doing this. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And the club security's like, leave us alone. Go We're away. Good. Go away. We're we good. got it. Go away. <laughs> Gade and Phoenix talk to victim's boyfriend where no pervert question is exposed himself, screams helicopter dick, and begins swinging his dick. Phoenix Jones grabs him by the ear <laughs> and pulls him away from the front of the bar. It's definitely assault. That is a fun fact. <laughs> Or you 
can walk no, away. No, right, Your choice. No, 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 Stupid choice. He pushed. Phoenix actually uh, holds himself back pretty good in that one. Literally, this guy, I just want you guys to see. Literally, this guy's walking around looking for people drunk enough to bar fight him. And he's stopping the fights from happening. Honestly, he'll call the police first. He's got a bunch of guys with him. We'll talk about the guys with him in a bit. Yeah, none of that was legible for the listeners, I don't think. so, Or intelligible for the listeners. For sure. He's walking down the street. It's obviously like late at night. There's people outside a bar. Some chick's boyfriend is getting aggressive and the club security kicked him out. So he goes over to another chick and he starts waving his dick around at her. And Phoenix is like, not on my watch or his watch, which uh, Buddy hits (laughs) him in the shield and busts his expensive watch. So not on his watch either. Yeah. And this, this video just literally ends with, this guy getting put into the back of a police car and the cops going, Phoenix, leave us alone. He's like, do you want to see my footage? Do you want to, you want to, my statement? They're like, well, I think we can handle it from here, Phoenix. And he goes, but just look at my footage. And then I, I don't know. Sometimes they look at his footage. Sometimes they don't, I don't think they needed to at this point. So they just kind of said, fucking leave me alone, Phoenix. Um, we're good. The guy's dick was out. We understand. There's lots of people that say it. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So he's keeps posting shit like this and he's going like early YouTube viral like quite often actually. And he's getting pretty famous in the Seattle area. Uh, he's doing all sorts of like local and national news interviews. Uh, and after that interviews, shit would, uh, shit would never sorry. happen here. Would never happen here. No, why they just get no. beat up or what? They would get shot immediately. Yeah. Like the gut, gut everyone. In Cause they're black. Gets, everyone. No, Is that a problem. Dude. No, because people are walking around going, fuck you. Not because they're black, Celeste, because they're, they all have guns. And if somebody's walking around a superhero suit, they'd be like, shut up and just shoot them. Oh, I was thinking, I was like, I thought New Orleans was like really cool with black people. I don't understand why he would get shot, but I get it. Who said anything about being black? He is black. He's a black man. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't even know. Not because he's black. Not at all. No, he is a he's a black man. I, that's That's why I was confused. New Orleans is cool. I was like, I don't think they would just shoot a black man. But yeah, I misunderstood. Yeah, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's doing all sorts of like interviews. And at the end of interviews, uh, while there's still like live interviews on the street and stuff like that, like whenever he's doing interviews, he'll give out his phone number and say, you guys want to join up? Call me here and you can come join me and my superhero crew. We're going to start a superhero. Let's fucking call him. <laughs> no, it's done Let's now. Call it's him right. Oh, we can. It's done. It's over. It's sucks. far. It's long over. But at the time, lots of people called wanting to join up uh one point at one point he had a group of 12 masked vigilantes including but not limited to evokes el caballero his girlfriend who she called herself purple rain ghost a guy named no name midnight jack and there's just like so many of them she spelled rain rain as in like rain it in not like yeah. rain coming okay, good, down good good oh. yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's not like it's not a print song. Yeah, it's not a print song. So, yeah. And, and when he got these people to come, they would have to meet him at a certain place in the middle of the night, wherever, whatever street corner it was. And he said, he first thing you do is you would sit with them and be like, OK, what's your superpower? And be like, well, what are you talking about? We don't have a superpower. Get the fuck out of here. It's not wasting my time. No, he, he <laughs> did the opposite. He did the actual actually the opposite. He's like, good. OK, that was a test because I don't want fucking crazy people with us. This is serious. 
Okay. Yeah, I know you don't you don't have you can't fly. If you said you can fly, you'd be out immediately. Let's do this. So a couple people actually apparently got kicked out during this. And you meet you up at night and he would make you do training. A year worth of fucking like tryouts to get onto the team. Like a year. You'd have to fucking do running at night. You'd have to go like with other like him to go to patrols and like listen to his commands, stuff like that. If you wanted to join, it was a year-long process of different stupid shit that you'd have to do at nighttime. Hey, fighting's no game. Crime fighting's no game. This is real. You should be taken seriously. Especially, well, I mean, unless you have, uh, like, uh, impenetrable armor, then you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, at the same time, you should probably do it at all, but we'll talk about more about that later. Between the time Jones starts his crusade until the end, he's arrested over 100 times for multiple things, including assault. The assault charge... The first assault charge, the first big assault charge, was because one of his patrols in October 2011, him and his Rain City superhero, that's what they called themselves, the Rain City superheroes. Is this also like Rain? Like Rain it in? Or? No, this one's no. this one's this oh. one's like Rain, like coming Rain's down. Lens, yeah, See, that's that's confusing. Yeah, Purple Rain doesn't come up too much. Oh. Don't worry. Yeah, him and his Rain City superheroes. Pepper spray a couple of guys they think are in the middle of an unfair fight. So like apparently there's six guys fighting one guy. So Phoenix runs up and pepper sprays the fuck out of them just in the middle of the street. Ugh, and can't do that. When they pepper spray the dudes, they said that they were fighting. They end up getting the guy's girlfriends that are standing around too. So we pepper spray like a shit ton of people, not just the you guys. Can't pepper that spray were in one the fight. person. You pepper spray everyone yeah. in the vicinity. Yeah. 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 So the girlfriends get pissed. As soon as they get pissed, they're like, you fucking pepper sprayed me. They run at him with their fucking shoes because they're sitting outside. They have their shoes off. They're like hitting him with the shoes. He's like, oh, don't worry. I've got protective armor, but you shouldn't be hitting me. Uh, It doesn't hurt, but like, stop doing that. He's like, he's being fucking Phoenix Jones about it. Classic Phoenix. Yeah. As as she's, as she's swinging, she kind of falls down forward. And as she falls down, all the guys see this and they think that I guess Phoenix fucking did something to the girl and they kind of charge up to come beat the fuck out of Phoenix. Wait, the people that were once fighting each other? Yeah, yeah, because they think that he just that he, they think that he just hit a girl, but really he didn't. He was just standing there. There's video of it. And the as they're running towards to come fucking kill Phoenix, that's when the cops pull up because they already they have a they have like a system. As soon as they see something, call nine one one, and then they go do stuff. So the cops pull up. They end up arresting Phoenix and letting those other guys go. He didn't show him his footage. He, he will eventually, so he gets okay. off of this. But right. the girls say that, like, it was all Phoenix. He just came up and said, I'm going to pepper spray you. I'm a superhero. It's, obviously, that's not what happened yeah. if you see the video. <laughs> they just don't want their boyfriends to get in trouble, right? But he ends up being charged with assault. The DA threatens Phoenix that if he doesn't stop fighting crime at night, he's going to expose your secret identity. I'm going to tell everyone who you are. So right? he fights crime during the day. During the day. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But Phoenix isn't stupid. Honestly, out of all the things Phoenix is, he's crazy, does very egotistical, egomaniac, thinks he's better than everyone else, but he is not a dumb person, I don't think. Um, so he tells the DA in response to that, like, you already exposed my identity by charging me and putting me through the court system. You think I'm just going to stop because you said you're going to do what you already did? Like, I'm not stopping. So DA's like, whatever you do, you do. I'm doing it then. So he goes to court, his first hearing, he goes full costume. Okay, because he says Ben Fodor isn't being accused of the assault. It's exactly Phoenix Jones. What I was say. Uh, yeah, so Phoenix Jones has to come to this. Uh, as soon as he gets in front of the judge, though, the uh, court officer makes him take his mask off. Take your fucking mask off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> hats. <laughs> yeah. Which he does instantaneously. Takes the mask off. 
and he talks to the judge for a couple, but he puts it right back on and c- continues the hearing. Uh, Phoenix plans after the hearing, though, he plans a press conference, he tells everyone, Once this hearing's done, I want to talk to everyone. So they come, he goes outside, and he reveals his own identity before the DA can. Ah, uh, suck it, DA. I'm Ben fucking Hodor. Yeah, <laughs> here's the video of him exposing his himself. Hodor. Wait a second. I thought he was against people exposing no, themselves. No, I thought. Yeah, I was supposed to say we already watched the video where they expose themselves. <laughs> Not what I meant, but you know, here's oh, Hodor. Ex- Dick. I'll actually look. I'll give you a little clip of the of the actual thing that got him arrested as well. Nix Jones was in court yesterday in Seattle, accused of pepper spraying people. He says that he was breaking up a fight, self-defense. He's got to get a new And outside person. court, he has revealed his identity. Um, He's running from her. I'm Phoenix Jones. I'm Elsa oh. Ben Potter. I'm just like uh, everyone else. The only difference is that um, I decided to make a difference and stop crime in my neighborhood in my area. I intend to keep making that difference. So he says, he literally says to the interview like i'll tell you about where i got a lot of this information later but he tells the guy that like i watched the iron man scene like 10 times before going out there when iron man exposes himself his own identity he's like i needed to go out there and like i need inspiration (laughs) so he's like drawing inspiration from marvel movies it's great yeah so actually what this did was when he exposed his identity himself and it got on the news and everything everyone was it actually resonated with the people of Seattle in a good way. He kind of got off scot-free from the assault. Everyone was like, oh, he's just trying to do his best, best he can. He kind of made a mistake. <laughs> he's not a great pepper sprayer. He's not a great pepper sprayer. <laughs> yeah. At the end of it all, the DA had to drop the charges against Phoenix or Fodor or whatever the fuck he wants to go. Whoever's getting charged. I don't know. Here, I'll show you. I'll show you one more quick video of him on Fox News talking about why he won't get um, charged. And he was right. He wasn't wrong. When the sun sets on Seattle, an ordinary citizen becomes a dark knight known as Phoenix Jones. A costumed crime fighter armed with only a can of pepper spray and reckless abandon. Patrolling the Emerald City in search of civilian villains. Kelly's court first. Why are you wearing that costume? <laughs> it's my super suit. It's, uh, it's bulletproof. It's, it's stab resistant. It really? uh, gives me, you know, what? I guess I thought it's pretty shoe resistant. Uh, gives me a little bit of extra comfort <laughs> but, when but I'm on why? the streets. But why? Why do you wear the costume? Why do you do Is this costume, as a bitch? superhero? <laughs> um, I think you have to draw attention to the fact that crime's not okay. And that uh, there's people running around who are just out of control. And the only way to really, to draw, well, the only way I can think of to draw attention to the fact and not look like I was going to do something bad, you know, with like a ski mask and all bulletproof gear, I took the, uh, I took an image that meant something to me. And I took the image of a superhero and uh, made you. it my own. You. I went out there and stopped crime. I love that you PJ. got into this because something bad happened to your son. You're 23 years old. Something bad happened to your son. And you said, I'm going to teach people, uh, in your words, that uh, the average person doesn't have to walk around and see bad things and do nothing. Criminal defense attorney Joey Jackson awesome. and former prosecutor John Spillborn. All right. Get rid of me. They don't want to see me. Put Phoenix in here. Okay. <laughs> well, I want Phoenix in our panel. Joey, let me ask you, as you somebody who, who has uh, handled many criminal cases, how? What do you think? Did the DA is the, should the DA who is considering charging Phoenix with assault for the pepper spray should he go ahead and do it? 
Well, here's the problem. And listen, Phoenix, I love what you do. I think you're a courageous man, and we want to see you around for a long time. And it's for that reason that you have to stop doing it. I think the DA has a couple of problems here. Number one is that it's a deterrent effect. And what the prosecution wants to do, look, you don't have adequate equipment to do it. There's a training issue, and there's a, the fact that there's not legal authority to do it. Furthermore, whenever you inject yourself into an issue, there's always the problem that could get worse. And that is people can misconstrue intentions. People, it can escalate the situation. And it's for that reason wow. that the DA has to take a stand. Now, I'm not saying what there should be life joy. in prison without <laughs> parole, but at the same time, there needs to be some type of uh, assessment done by the DA so that other copycats don't right. come out here and we have a lawless society. I'm gonna let Joey obviously hasn't represented as many superheroes as I have, <laughs> for starters. Number one, you know, but our superhero said it best, crime is not okay. And when he takes to the streets dressed like that, it's no different than when a guardian angel puts on a red beret and we all know what they're there for, to help stamp out crime or to be there if something were to happen. I say it's A-okay. Yes. Mace isn't going to kill anybody and he didn't use it unnecessarily. <laughs> Joey Jackson, I will give you the opportunity to ask our crime fighter one question. Cross-examination. Now, Phoenix, sir, we respect what you do, but would you agree with me when you interject yourself into a situation, <laughs> it can escalate? There are ways that you can serve your community, is that right, sir? But maybe serving it by doing, running for Congress, being in the military, joining the police force, but being a superhero, Phoenix, is that the best way that you can serve your community? I'm done. Uh, yeah, actually, I believe being a superhero <laughs> is the best way I could serve my community. And uh, I wanted to ask, uh, well, I wanted to say, one of the things that you said is that the DA needs to charge me based on the fact that other people might run around and do this recklessly. Um, I'm not doing it recklessly, and we should look at the facts of my case. And the facts of my case are that the police report does not match the video. Uh, the evidence doesn't show that I excessively pepper sprayed anyone. And uh, I haven't done any crime. So I really appreciate your stance, though. Thanks. Amen to that. <laughs> Thanks. Well okay, done. Okay, Jonna, would you like to read? And literally, that's how he gets off. Like, they don't really have too much evidence. He just denies it. He has video. They don't. They just say whatever. So they... I hate listening to lawyers answer your questions. Yeah, there wasn't even a question. That was so like annoying. fucking three paragraphs. Yeah, that guy was so... He's like, oh, one question? Here, let me say like 18 more things just to hear myself talk. Yeah, so him getting arrested got him a lot of plus points from the Seattleites. But it did actually give him, it hurt him. His unmasking did hurt him in a, in a way. He lost his day job. No. Yeah, this guy no. This guy actually has a whole life going on during the day. What did he do? A substitute teacher. A, he worked with disabled kids. So, Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, the company that he said he worked for uh, fired him because he was going out and putting himself into dangerous situations. And people might want retribution. They don't want anything coming back to the kids that he wa watches throughout the day. So yeah, they the said... Green Goblin showing up, throwing bombs at you. Yeah, so he, they just didn't want it to end in some sort of potentially dangerous situation for the kids. Uh, so now Fodor's uh, jobless, and the Seattle police and Phoenix are in a battle. So stress is starting to pile up. He's getting lots of popularity, sure, but there's stressors starting to peek into his life popularity don't pay the bills yeah exactly. for sure and he publicly goes on after this too he starts going on tirades about the police on his youtube channel criticizing them constantly for not doing the job properly uh in april of 2012 jones gets to a scene after hearing three gunshots so he's arguing he's having communications issues is what he's saying with one of his teammates they can't hear him on his radio and he's trying to talk to them and they're arguing about like turn on channel three he's like i am on channel three well turn it up then it's like i just can't hear you i can hear you now they're fighting and three shots ring out 
they run to the Phoenix runs to the scene. There is a woman who was shot by a stray bullet right in the head. And he runs towards her to go see if he can help or whatever and see if, what he can find out. Uh, just so you know, this lady's name is Nicole Westbrook. Uh, she's just a collateral of a drive-by shooting. She had nothing to do with anything. She just got took a stray bullet. Uh, her killer still hasn't been found to this day, which so she is died? really sad. Fuck. She's dead, yeah. But Jones was there at the time, and he thought that he saw a guy that was responsible for the shooting on the ground. He didn't know it was a drive-by. So he saw a guy like crouching, and he thought he saw a pistol on the guy. So he starts to chase him. So this guy runs away. Okay, I want to tell you one thing, too. Phoenix used to always say that he puts up fucking booby traps for criminals. He, when he's walking around, like he put trampolines down. So if they'd walk around a corner, they'd hit like a trampoline and fall over. Like he did shit like that. So like he's trying to like lead this guy into one of his traps, you know, and the guy doesn't bite and he gets away on Phoenix. Thank God. Yeah, and and Phoenix still to this day, when I, he was being interviewed, I heard him in a different thing. He's getting he's crying about this lady. He's like, I couldn't help prevent her death. It's like, dude, she was shot before you were even on the scene. You had no chance. But he's he's like torn up about this. So this is another stressor. Wasn't his whole thing when his kid fucking scraped his knees that police can't stop crime? They just show up after it already yeah, happens. Exactly. That's why it's tearing. That's why it's tearing up inside. His view on policing. He says the cops are, he, he applauds like detectives and stuff after they figure it out and they got to figure out stuff. And then they grab the guy, put him in jail. That stuff makes sense. But he's like, policing doesn't make any sense. You show up after nothing. He's like, he wants to be on patrol at night when shit's happening and then stop it as it's happening. He's like, cops don't do that. So like, that's my job. You know, the cops are here for after I'm here for now. So when he can't he save, be fired this... from his, his night job too. Exactly. You couldn't even be there to save Nicole. That is your fault, Phoenix. That's how that's how that. he looks at it. I don't look at it like that, but that's how he looks at it for real. Like he thinks it's his fault. And he fucking he still tears him up to this day, honestly. Even though the guy he was chasing turned out not to be the shooter, but actually the intended victim. So he probably did have a gun. He was probably the guy that was getting shot at and he just ran away from being shot. So the stress piling up on Phoenix and he's starting to get a bit more weird and taking way more risks. Uh, and the public's starting to see this too questioning whether he is actually providing a public service or if he's just causing more harm than good. And the other heroes are also starting to notice a difference in Phoenix. He's not being, not showing up to meetings. He's being late all the time. Some guys were saying that he might be doing drugs. He might be doing other things, but no one was really sure. Cause they looked up to him. Everybody looked up to him because he was the guy that started it. Oh, stress. Yeah. It's, lo it's lonely at the top, Richard. It's lonely at the top. <laughs> that's true <laughs> phoenix then he starts going on rogue missions looking for the guy who shot nicole westbrook he says and he says this himself he went into a homeless encampment and tore the place to pieces looking for the guy because that's where he saw the guy the direction he went he just up. ripped up a whole bunch of fucking tents and shit kicking down getting in fights with everybody in the homeless encampment looking for the fucking guy no this is it now you're acting like a superhero you got yourself a nemesis <laughs> The transformation is complete. You have risen he, from the, the ashes. Nemesis is unaware. Phoenix! We're almost there. He doesn't have a nemesis yet. He's almost there, though. Here, he he finds the guy. This is what I'm about to say. He finds the guy who he was chasing. And he quizzes the guy. And he's convinced by that guy that he wasn't the guy who was making the shooting. Basically, he was the guy who was being shot at. So right. Phoenix finds out from the police it's a fucking drive-by. And he, like, knows he can't do anything. But what's a superhero without a villain, Celeste? On May 1st, 2012, 
Rex Velvet makes his appearance onto the scene. Oh my god. Oh my god, his nemesis has a nemesis name! His nemesis has a nemesis, and his name is Rex Velvet, and here's how he enters the scene. I'll show you another video. Okay, Hello, and welcome. Rex Velvet sounds like a yeah, porn star. He, he, he comes to work in Rex Velvet every day. <laughs> Slayer and conduct my duties proudly and without distraction. Slow montage of like evil but shit now going he's on. Out there. A social villains alliance. Along with his silly gang of misfit Power Rangers disturbing the peace. How things have changed. Now our city is protected not by our once respected police force, but by a tormented, delusional freak in a mask. How did this happen? I see that our boys in blue are being replaced by a hobo snitch in a mask, gallivanting around with a slew of nerds in tights. I have to wonder, what direction is our fair city heading in? <laughs> the Rain City superhero movement must disintegrate. For far too long we've watched as our nation buys into its childish charade and it's run its course. It's time to get real, Jones. The community would be better off without you. You're doing more harm than good, and I'm willing to bet that a sensible, sane majority would agree with me. You're a nuisance, a problem child, a snitch, a fake. You must be stopped once and for all. You won't find me hiding my identity, Jones. My name is Rex Velvet, the people's villain, if you will. Before you jump to conclusions, let me tell you that I'm a fair negotiator and businessman. But I will not back down from you, Jones, until this city is rid of you. Phoenix Jones, you have met your match. <laughs> Bollocks. Shoot a knife at a picture of Jones on a wall. So, okay. Right, that, yeah, the, the production value on that was phenomenal. No, for sure. This is this guy. This if if they were having like like a battle of videos, like Rex Velvet destroys. Like fucking he's just doing a GoPro and editing it down. Rex Velvet, this guy here, his name is Ryan Corey. Yeah. He's, he purposely puts his name out there to talk. He's trolling fucking Phoenix, okay? He goes he out is. there just to be like, "Hey Phoenix, not everybody thinks you're awesome. You're the only person who thinks you're awesome. Some people think you're a fucking idiot, and he's doing it in the best way he thinks Phoenix Jones can understand, which is a supervillain, right? So he goes out there, throws the supervillain at Phoenix Jones. What do you think Phoenix does? Engages. I wish. I wish. He fucking ignores him, which oh, is super no. sad. Did you guys it's... notice that his projectile was the space needle? Isn't that awesome? I, I did, and I didn't really... I That's don't, cool. I couldn't figure out the significance like i was yeah. like what is that oh because the seattle the... Yeah. <laughs> and his okay. weird red mustache <laughs>
yeah, so he's got a super film. This guy's taunting him. He's telling like he, he said he tried to get a hold of him so many times and he wants to be like friends with him and like do some <gasps> PR promo oh. stuff on the outside. And they like have a fight and like make it so it's like a show and they could like maybe raise some money for charity or something. Phoenix when Jones two is... worlds collide. <laughs> Phoenix Jones says the only thing he says about him, he's like, that guy's a fucking uh, clown. He keeps calling everyone clowns. That guy's a clown. Uh, this isn't a joke to me. This is real. This is well, kid's serious? His fucking knees, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a clown. He showed up in the middle of the night to the superhero meeting. And when I asked what his superpower was, he said making tequila make embers. <laughs> but yeah, so so Rex doesn't really get a lot of uh play with Jones, but because Jones don't fucking play. Jones, Jones fucking hates him. He even says it to this day. I fucking hate that guy. He's just making a mockery, right? He's making a mockery of what I'm trying to accomplish here, which you accomplish making anyways. And what's funny now is that Jones, women? Yeah, Jones, yeah. <laughs> Jones is hated by all the superheroes now. Like everybody hates him. But Rex is probably the only last guy that actually still wants to fucking do like something with him. He still says it to this day. So he's like, he's like, I'm probably gonna make a video where I go out and I just go like, isn't this hilarious? How I'm your last friend. I It wasn't there, but in the thing I was hearing, he's like, you should make that video. Just be like, I'm your yes. last friend. Wait, this is still going on now? No, it's it's Rex is done. He's moved on to different things, but uh, to this day is confusing. No, but Phoenix Jones, because I there's a podcast cave. I'll just say now. I listened to a fucking full eight episode deep dive on Phoenix Jones not that long ago. And he talks about this. It's from 2021 or 2022. And to this day, he's still pissed. Like he's still pissed at this fucking guy. He still talks <laughs> shit about him. Like I fucking hate Rex. Rex is like long gone, not even thinking about him anymore, but Rex should use that uh, Mr. Jones song by the County Crows, but just as his like Mr. Music. Jones Fe- and me. Phoenix Jones and me. Yeah, and like, <laughs> a video of them holding hands, skipping or whatever. <laughs> and to this day, when I say to this day with Rex, he does he interviews Rex in the documentary or the podcast and he says like i should make this video but he never did rex and jones never had a fight in the street or anything so kind of ends there but it's still funny enough now i know this is may 1st 2012 i said now i know jones says like that didn't affect me i don't care but it definitely affected him because the next day after that video dropped yeah so the next day phoenix gets in trouble again he and his crew pepper sprayed some protesters at city hall uh the next day literally the next day she was never charged for this one were they protesting uh, I guess it's May Day, and I don't really know what that is. Is that a thing in the States, or is that just in Seattle? May Day? I have no mm-hmm. idea, honestly. So apparently in Seattle, it's a bunch of protests go on that day, like labor protests. And a lot of different people, there's marches in the streets. There's different, all sorts of different unions like that are doing it. It's not just like one per, It's I guess, the day that they all do it. And there's anarchists that will go out that night too. They call themselves the Black Block or something like that. But they'll go out and just call it break shit. And they were threatening to what Phoenix says anyway. They're threatening to bomb City Hall, which is not illegal. He it's went to go threaten to bomb City Hall. Yes, but yeah, so he went and stood in between them and City Hall. There's sixty of them or something. There's. I think he He's not very familiar with how bombs work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Doesn't really matter if you're standing between them and City. Yeah, I'm just saying. He didn't, no. He they were going to go in and bomb it. He was stopping them from going in and putting their bomb down. So they're bomb from. 
yeah, he's <laughs> but he's standing there. And as they would get close to the door, like any of them, he just pepper spray. him and his friends would just pepper spray them. There's three of the superheroes out there just like shooting pepper spray in their face. And then they started throwing rocks and shit at Phoenix. So they got even more violent. Like Phoenix said, he just kept a guy would walk up. He'd punch him in the face. Another guy would walk up. He'd punch him in the face. Another wow. guy would walk up, pepper spray him in the face. So they got violent, like pretty bad, but he never got in trouble. He claims actually Phoenix claims that after that, the FBI came and they're like, he got in, in ready to get arrested position. They're like, what are you getting arrested for Jones? What do you think you're getting arrested for? He's like, Oh, he's like, you're good. And he got in the cop, uh, the car with the FBI. And they're like, good job, Phoenix. That's it. it that's his story. Do I believe oh, that? Not even, not even at all. No. Um, they gave but, me a plaque. And I got a you, banner and a ribbon. A <laughs> <laughs> statue in the town square. <laughs> right. uh, but he, I don't think he, I don't think he's completely lying in a way because he wasn't charged for any of that. And there's he's like, he's snitch. Just like sure. uh, what's his name told us, yeah, Rex. So he, Rex, yeah, he probably just said, "Oh, that guy was trying to blow up bomb. That guy was trying to bomb. That makes sense. He was just snitching for sure." How many bombs are there? Exactly. There's sixty bombs with each one of the men. Also, Phoenix, countdown, buddy. There's a countdown. Doesn't matter where you're standing. This bomb's going off in three minutes and twelve seconds. Like I said, he's stressed. Doesn't have a job. He's fucking pepper spraying more people now. Rex is fucking pissing him off. Rex, Rex Velvet's pissing him off. Uh, cracks are showing. So another thing that happens uh, is an, he gets another viral video. This is November 2012. Phoenix hits headlines for engaging in mutual combat with someone as police watched. The video of the Rain City superheroes on patrol have these guys lipping off to Phoenix and the gang. The superhero saw the guys on the street punching a car. And he went to go split them up, I guess. Like punching a car. He's like, stop, you can't punch a car. And you dirty after- car puncher. Yeah, exactly. after they after they pull them away from the car that they're punching, they start yelling racial slurs at Phoenix and the gang of superheroes, and it, like they're they're taunting him. It looks like they want to fight. Phoenix tries to leave at a certain point, and you see it in the video. He tries to actually like, "Okay, I'm out of here," but they keep following and taunting. And this is what happens. I think this is my last video of the day. Could you give me some examples of what some racial slurs against superheroes would be? Because I'm not sure what they would be. It's because he's black and it was the N-word. Oh, that's that's not... It's not a racial slur. It sure is. It has nothing to do with superheroes. No, but he, they said racial slurs towards him. Superheroes are a race of superhumans, are they not? That's true. So he called mutant. He called him mutie. Wait, does this video actually have the N-word in it? Because we can't play it. No. Bishop's on 911. Good. I'm on I'm on the live stream. They're laughing at him, going like, this guy thinks he's a superhero. <laughs> yep, it's recording. It's been recording ever since we were down there. Washington's a mutual combat state. If you'd like to agree to fight, we could do that. If you'd like to, did you hear him? He goes, Washington's a mutual mutual combat state. If you'd like, we could do that. Yeah, so nice too. If you'd like, you can fight me. PJ has offered to engage subject suspect in orange shirt to mutual combat. Okay, so I'm just gonna skip a little bit of the video here because it's uh, just long and drawn out. The cops pull up. Okay. They're, they're in each other's face. The cops pull up. So Phoenix immediately goes and runs towards the police car, stops what he's doing with this guy, goes to the police car, and goes and talks to him. I just want to fuck you, bro. Put pepper spray cans. You want to fight? Oh, so you're going to. Mr. 
So, Mr. Schreider. Okay. So, anyways, he goes and talks to the cops. I guess the cops say, he keeps going through them like, it's okay if I fight them, right? It's like the fight state. The cops are like, what? I guess so. So, he leaves the cop car. The cop car, uh, he took it off to talk to the police. And he'll put it back on, I'm pretty sure, for the fight. And then the cops, uh, the cops say, okay, fight then, I guess. And they watch, which I find a little bit crazy. The guy that's lipping them off is like one of the friends. No, you didn't. You might want to, you might want to be careful. We now have two cops on the scene on University Way. Hmm? Ooh, we got the canine unit. Awesome. Uh-uh. You don't mess around with that. They're the best superheroes out here. Let's keep it friendly. Let's keep it friendly. All right, guys, nobody intervening. These two. All right, about to see mutual combat. You got to check those. You got to check those. It hurts. Oh, he's you're now seeing Phoenix Jones. Fighting the suspect. Done. Suspect is down. Mutual combat is over. So Phoenix Jones fights a guy in the middle of the street. Jesus Christ. That was, that was not a fair fight, Phoenix Jones versus Grunky McDad bod. Not really, at all. Really pulling for orange shirt to win. <laughs> Weren't we all? Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Darren looks so upset. First of all, first of like all, we all lost that fight. We all lost that fight. <laughs> we all felt uh, that loss together, brother. <laughs> Fighting is not legal in Washington. Uh, the, this, the law itself reads it is unlawful for any person to intentionally fight with another person in a public place and therefore create a substantial risk of one injury to a person who is not participating in the fight or two damage to property of a person who is not actively participating in the fight. So they keep going. Like he keeps using the excuse, like, well, nothing's going to get damaged and nobody that's not involved, but like you could, that guy could fall and just smash his head on a window or something. So there's potential for damage to happen. You can't just fight in the middle of the street, dude, which is why the law is worded that way. Yeah. No, for sure. Like, like you can't guarantee that that guy in a tuxedo that you're chart, you're um, challenging to a fight. It's not a rental. Right. So for sure. Anything, any property damage, like that's somebody else's shirt. And if you rip it, like that was somebody else's shirt. It's not anyways. I think when you loan out a shirt, you accept the risks of uh, shirt loaning. Yeah. Yeah. If you get in a fight on the street, I'll be okay with it. Shirt shirt loaning bylaws or whatever. Yeah, but uh, anyways, the cops, he tricks the cops into thinking it's okay, and they watch, so I find that part hilarious. Like fucking cops. Well, like, the cops don't know you can't fight in the street? What the fuck, man? Oh, I'm so so embarrassed. I've been bamboozled. (laughs) Swindled. Yeah, he never he never got charged with anything on that one either, uh, because the cops said he could do it, so. Not a good look for Phoenix, though. Not really a good look for him at all. PJ's falling apart. PJ's falling apart. Like, he's an MMA fighter with professional fights under his belt, and he's fighting a super fat drunk guy in an orange shirt, like you said. So, it's not uh, that obvious. Fat. He wasn't super fat. 
Yeah. He's American. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just like dad bod. You're right. Dad bod guy. Just like, I don't know. It's just not a fair fight. And it would have been ended with Jones just letting him play. Like he could have just said no and then let the cops deal with him. Right. I mean, but could he though? But could he? He could no, his compulsion wouldn't let him, but he exactly. should have. That's what I mean. Exactly. He should have done that. And he could that could have just not happened, but he decided I'm fighting him. And plus, like I said, he's getting more and more broken as time's going. Like now he's starting to by 2013, he's starting to like fight with everybody else in the Rain City superhero movement. Well, you know, with, call it. with great power comes great responsibility, Richard. That's true. <laughs> or some other Spider-Man quote. I don't know if that's that's the one. That's a good one. With great super suits come uh it's a costume i mean wait oh i can't even remember (laughs) um yeah so he started to fight with everybody else in the superhero movement and if they eventually mutually or non-mutually well he's pissed (laughs) really like the way he okay the other guys describe it like el caballero caballero or whatever the fucking guy's name is he claims that phoenix stole a part of his super suit which leads them all to fighting and eventually breaking up. So it started with uh, him stealing his hat, his fucking helmet. Like Phoenix stole one of their helmets. Now they don't can't trust me stealing it's everybody's super everything. Super headwear. I gotcha. Yeah. And plus, remember, Phoenix has no money and he keeps asking for money. Uh, so they keep oh, saying, Oh, no, like, I was just making a mutual combat joke. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. No, he's. No, but I'm just saying, this is other reasons. They're saying that he's starting to, like, ask for dues on the... Te- like, they have dues to be inside of the superhero movement. So it's a well, he lost his day job because of this. Well, that's, that's true. not fair. If he's, that's if true. He's, he's still working with disabled kids. He's just doing it at night, and he's charging them <laughs> the fee. <laughs> yes. Shadow Vision was never it's exactly there. what's happening. Uh, <laughs> I never saw Shadow Vision. Socially disabled. Uh, <laughs> so yeah shadow or that's what they claim he's turned to ask for money a lot they say he's getting into gambling they think because he was playing poker a lot whatever phoenix claims he quit the group because the group had no organization he was the group some exactly some people <laughs> had illegal weapons in the group and that's a big no-no but his main thing no. is that the group wasn't in good shape to go out and patrol them he, they're risking his life they're all fat people who can't breathe some of them have asthma you know, they can't keep up with me. They can't oh, no. keep up with me. I think there needs to be an HR issue there. <laughs> so he vowed to still <laughs> patrol the streets at night alone, though. No more of this fucking... These these guys are weighing me down, literally. Who freaking needs them? You know? Yeah, who exactly. Them? See, but, but no, just... that would have been all right, though, because if he had if he had Captain Asthma there to fight Drunky McDadbod, then it would have been a fair fight. So this is why That's you true. need underlings. When you're gonna he, do the problem is he had underlings there. He could have sent them at those guys. He decided he I'm gonna use filming. my MMA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Captain Cameraman was <laughs> on the scene. Yeah, that's the cameraman that kid. Is the problem. You gotta learn, you gotta learn when to delegate, you know? That's delegate. that's the key to being a good leader is delegation. Use the right tool. <laughs> yeah. I feel like honestly, they the, the superhero group broke up because Phoenix is becoming more and more superhero group of grown men. People, grown people. Sorry. They still they still exist just under a different name, which is fun. They still do the show. So he now, just left but... and they they kept their own group together. They changed they changed the name to Ark or whatever. But anyways, uh he I think somebody called him on his bullshit and he had a fucking temper tantrum and said, You can't talk to me like that. I'm perfect crime fighter. Uh leave me alone. And he just left. He flipped they the table. And left. All this crime is still happening. Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> 
meanwhile, as he's breaking up with the superheroes, the cops are hating him more and more every day. He's still posting almost every day about how the cops are fucking dumb and they don't know what they're doing. And the cops aren't really like hating him for that more. It's more because uh, Jones is constantly getting into fights with people and holding them captive until the police show up. You can't do that. You can't just hold them. It's called kidnapping. He calls the police terrible. They keep going, Jones, you're a fake superhero. You're not a hero. You're not a cop. You can't detain people. You can't fight people. You can't do any of this stuff. And they're saying this publicly in the news. Phoenix just gets a little less active because in 2013, he decides he's going to re-enter the world of MMA. Does he wear the same costume? He, t- he takes the name and he's got a cat. He's got a American flag shorts. But over the time he fights Idiots. 11 fights. That's what it was. Over the, over the 2013 to 2017, he fights 11 fights, winning seven and losing three with the last one being a draw. One of his losses was to his younger adopted brother. His brother's an MMA guy. And the big hype, that was the biggest fight he ever did was against his, they made it like brotherly fights to the death in the MMA or whatever. And he lost to his brother. So it wasn't to the death then. Nah, he just wasn't to the death. But that's the drama that went around it. That's the only real reason anybody was interested because it was two brothers. Did he ever challenge Rex Velvet? No, he he ignored Rex Velvet because he was smart enough to know not to feed that troll. Because it would have just ended up worse for him, probably. I mean, it's pretty bad now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for yeah. sure. It ain't all rainbows and sunshine for old Phoenix Jones. Yeah, he's still doing videos while he's doing his, his MMA stuff, but like less and less. Like his last upload was in 2015 um, that you can find nowadays. But in 2019, Phoenix went on his social media platforms just to tell everyone he retired from crime fighting. I'm not fighting anymore. 2019. Uh, he said he quit because after all these years of crime fighting, he hasn't made a difference at all. Same for all thing. these years of crime fighting, my son's knees finally healed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he said he might have helped, pe- helped people in individual situations, but overall, nothing has changed. No one's understanding what he's trying to do. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> it's fucking r- ridiculous. So on January 9th, 2020, Jones was arrested for selling cocaine to an undercover nice. police officer. Yes. There we go. Yes. (laughs) The text message exchange is kind of funny between him and the undercover police officer. Okay. So the text exchange starts with someone from an unknown number texting Phoenix about a random stuff, like out of the blue, just text them and they're texting back and forth. And Phoenix is like, what, who is this? And then the person on the other line goes, Oh, is is this Frank? Like, no, it's not Frank. And he goes, Oh, wrong person. Oh, sorry about that. And then usually that's how these end. Right? You get a weird text from someone and then it just goes, oh shit, sorry dude, and then never talk to them again. I thought it was Frank to buy cocaine. Yeah, Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix, what he does, instead he goes, oh, uh, what are you doing later? <laughs> That's what he says to this fucking person who just randomly texts him out of he's nowhere. He's so alone. Yeah, he's so bored. Even his son won't talk to him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but what was he hoping for, though? Well, this is what I'll get you what he does. So Phoenix Jones keeps the conversation going with this girl named Laura for three oh, days. Oh, I get it. Finally culminating in the rest. He told Laura that he and his new girlfriend, Andrea Berenstain, were poly. And if she wanted to meet up, they could all fuck. Yeah. Like, you want to get together? Well, fuck. Sight, un- you know sight unseen? He's never seen yeah. her, right? No, he sends her a picture. He sends uh, the Laura, the police officer, a picture. And the, the Laura goes, you guys are hot as fuck, but I want to make good decisions. But did he ask her if she was 18? No, she she literally she goes, uh, I have friends coming in from L.A. 
uh, and they're looking for some for some drugs. Do you think you can get me any drugs? And he goes, got it. I can do it. She wants MDMA. And then he messages back a little bit later on. He goes, I can't get you any MDMA but or M, but I can get you some C. And I can get you about a eight for three or $240. So to get cocaine, an eight ball of cocaine. Yeah, I got right? that, Richard. You can get her uh, I just... MDMA without the D. <laughs> I know that <laughs> I know that I know that you get that. My point is he thought he was being sly by writing uh, like if you're just gonna write C uh eight for C I get you C and eight of it for four like we all know what you meant, Phoenix. Like, come on. <laughs> uh and then she goes, sure, sounds good. You can meet me at my hotel. Ah, oh, Phoenix, you're becoming everything you sought to destroy. The C exactly. is for crime. It's for crime, Phoenix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When uh, Phoenix and his girlfriend get to the hotel, Berenstain goes outside for a smoke. And as Phoenix goes up to the room, he gets arrested with four baggies filled with just under a gram of cocaine in each of them. At least he brought, he brought in the right amount. That's true. Uh, <laughs> this, to me, sounds less like he's a drug dealer, though. It just sounds like a guy who was thought he could have like a threesome with some girl and bring her some cocaine. It doesn't really sound like a drug dealer to me. Like they brought yeah. up the cocaine. That's a lot of cocaine. Three and a half grams for three people. Not really. No, but I'm just saying it's it's a lot for him to just have on hand. It's a lot of cocaine. I think he I I think he knows enough shady people. He could go find. He it took it out. Him. He took it out of his own evidence department. Oh, he got, he got <laughs> specifically to smash. I getcha. Yeah, but I that's what it sounds like to me. But also, they say when he, they arrested him, he came up with like a tackle box. And it had these four bags. It also had a scale inside of it and him and his girlfriend's passport inside the tackle box. So it's like, dude, it sounds like you're That's only getting suspicious. something, but you have a scale and your passports. What the fuck are you doing with this weird tackle box? So in case you're takes... wondering who this tackle box full of cocaine belongs to, yeah. <laughs> here's our passports. <laughs> Fucking moron. <laughs> So, but even though it sounds weird because he didn't bring up the drugs, that's the word's weird to me. Sorry, but why were they trying to do the sting anyway? Obviously, they have a reason to think that he has drugs. Because apparently this hadn't been the first time Jones had dealt drugs to an undercover police officer. Oh. <laughs> so they found out that uh, a few months prior. <laughs> this is my advice crime because he's so bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> a few months prior, in November 5th, 2019, police got Jones to get them $500 worth of MDMA. Jones required them to send half the money up front to his Venmo, or his Venmo, Venmo, which was under his name. And just for anybody's, like, his username on that was called uh, Booty Sweat Baby. So uh, if anybody wants to send <laughs> Phoenix Jones some fucking money on his Venmo, just look at Booty Sweat Baby. Like all spelled uh, out correctly? I think correctly, you, I think you put I guess the, so. the emphasis on the wrong syllable, but yeah, maybe. Uh, booty, booty Sweat, sweat Baby? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Booty Sweat booty Baby. Sweat Baby. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> okay yeah all right so, and, so but he could get it so he learned his lesson the first time he's like i can't get you no, he mdma didn't, he didn't know so <laughs> that'll get me in trouble yeah he, no he didn't know he didn't know it was undercover cops this guy it was a guy named john that his friend knew that's how and this friend was like i would get him the drugs but he wants you to bring it up phoenix because he knows you know me and he goes okay so phoenix, phoenix goes better friends Phoenix is an idiot. This guy was setting him up for sure. Like, as if you would do that. You know the cops don't like you. Like, they're looking for you specifically, Phoenix? Come on. So Phoenix brings it to him. 
And the guy goes, thanks. And he says, I'll give you a hundred dollar tip, buddy. Thanks for coming. So he gives him a hundred dollars extra on top of whatever. That's what Phoenix says. And then when he leaves, he's like, in a couple days, can you get me some more of this? So the cops are trying to like string him along so they can get him like dealing drugs multiple times. And a couple days later, a couple days passed, they text him again. And he said, yeah, sure, I'll get you some, but just kept ghosting them. So they, he never did it again. But then when the girl came into play. I was just about to say, he's not getting any ass for this. Why would he do it more than once? Yeah. So the next time it was Laura instead of Frank. So that's what he did it. So they, they ended up when they arrested him, they, they got him for uh, they got him. They arrested him for the drug trafficking. Tra- what did it dropping his possession of intent to distribute? That's they they yeah. that's what they got him for. Well, he distributed uh, though. He did distribute. That was the charge. So yeah. sure, but they ended up dropping it to lesser charge of conspiracy. Um, he he got out of jail six hours later. Never went back to jail ever because he pled guilty to the conspiracy. And I all I think that he got what he had to do is pay a fine, which was six hundred and forty dollars. And he had to be on probation for two years because he had a clean record, a cleanish conspiracy. record. Conspiracy, yeah, because he was in a room. Yeah, conspiracy to commit a crime with another person. So he he knew he talked to a guy. They wanted him to find drugs. So they were all talking about committing a crime, which is drug dealing. So it's the lesser crime of conspiracy. He kind of got off light for the cops putting a lot of effort to get him with this. So he goes like, why are the cops? They must have, they're definitely, I committed a crime for sure. He says that, but like the cops let me off pretty light considering they didn't like me. But I think this was the intent because by that time, like by the time he was charged possession with the intent to distribute charges, he, that was in the media right away. So they just made a fucking media announcement. So they they wanted to make a hypocrite out of him. Yeah, they crushed his his credibility, right? Any credibility he had left is gone now. They're playing the long game. Good for them. Yeah, because they would uh, usually up until this point, they'd been playing defense with this guy. Every time he came in, they'd yeah. be like, but this time they were they're attacking him. And they got him, man. It, all the headlines, they got him. Former superhero charged with drug dealing. That's the, all the headlines, right? So not you too, Phoenix. Not you too. Yeah. yeah. So now people just think that Jones is a drug dealer. Well, he is. Yeah, for justifiable reasons. Yeah, for sure he's a drug dealer. He says people spit on him on the streets whenever he tries to go out and patrol now. People, people <laughs> call him a drug, drug dealer. dealers down here. Is his dragon <laughs> armor also spit resistant? Yeah, exactly. His dragon so. scale is not spit resistant. I love that it's bulletproof and knife resistant. <laughs> Wait a second. Why is it? Stab resistant. Hmm. Yeah. Stab resistant. But bulletproof. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But so, it's not resistant to his tears. His <laughs> hurt feelings. He was retired at this point, but he came back out of retirement in 2020 after the death of George Floyd. Yeah, because if only he'd been there. Yeah, he could have stopped the whole thing. Uh, imagine him. It. Imagine him like challenging a police officer to mutual combat. Anyways, don't hold him down on the ground. I'll fight you, officer. They'll be like, okay, I guess it's legal. Let's do it. <laughs> oh my god! Minnesota is not a mutual combat state. He went back to the streets to help out during the protests. Uh, police weren't allowed behind like protest lines and stuff. But guess who was? Phoenix Jones and all the superheroes. Of course. So he's going back here. Uh, but all his legitimacy had been lost and people started calling him a drug dealer on the street, spitting on him. So he's back there trying to help out everyone. Everyone's like, get out of here, Jones. Nobody likes you. Get out of here, like, Jones. Do you have any cocaine? <laughs> Pay you and spit. So his... his... <laughs> 
his return to crime fighting has been like that's the end of his return from he hasn't really gone out too much since i don't think uh jones and the rain city superheroes don't talk anymore none of them get along with jones claiming he's toxic and screw them over in many ways or other they all believe that jones was involved in the drugs so they all think he was a drug addict um or i don't if they don't they just were mad at him and they were talking so much shit about him and jones says he's just the guy that the police were trying to get they they he wasn't really doing drugs they're just going for him well probably not before his like posting of numerous videos about how they suck on the internet they weren't exactly pepper spraying standards by and whatnot that's a little bit about phoenix jones now uh, it's a very well done podcast about phoenix that has uh 10 episodes and it's called the superhero complex it goes like way more in depth than I just did. If you want to hear more, go listen to that. It is really well done. I do want to be upfront about the whole thing though. Cause I looked into it after the guy who hosts the show is named David Weinberg and their production company novel paid $6,000 to Phoenix for the interview. So you guys could take that for what it's worth as well. Actually the they paid 4,000 and what else they paid $4,000 for the interview and then $2,000 to go on patrol with them for one night. And what else? So, that's it man no it's not what do you mean <laughs> that's not the business he dabbles in my friend there else. <laughs> I, I don't know david kind of calls him up for being a druggie because he says the last thing he sees before the last time he ever sees phoenix is a little baggie in his car and right in main plane sight and phoenix go he says to phoenix like you should probably you're on you're on parole man you probably shouldn't be having that shit out and he just picks up the baggie throws it out the window laughs and drives away so that's the last interaction he ever I had with phoenix ha- i don't think that's what happened i'm pretty sure he gave them the drugs that they asked for is it parole it- or patrol parole <laughs> it's both parole <laughs> <Jones>. <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so that's real life superheroes and their ridiculousness. I there's so many more we could have went into a thousand, but those were my two favorite. Of Captain Ozone, Phoenix was a good choice. So yeah, Phoenix mutual combat. Me. <laughs> so who gets like. Bush of the Week? Uh, I'm gonna say the Shadow Vision. You know, Shadow Vision is getting Bush of the Week because uh, Bush of the Week goes to Shadow Vision. He's out there representing the people. You know, well, when we started this, I didn't think that's how that was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's because we were swindled. I'm we were sorry, but I, that's what happened to me. That's what happened to me naturally. I had to make you guys go through it to do. You did. Um, but like, I remember at one point hearing about Phoenix Jones and like, I didn't go down this far of like a rabbit hole, but like I, I looked at a few of those YouTube videos and I remember coming across the one you showed us of Rex and thinking it was a joke. Like, <laughs> and so it's oh, nice it's... to hear that, like, definitely 100% confirmed, like, he was a troll, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, because that's what I thought when I watched it originally was, like, this is just a troll trying to get to this dude. Yeah, and, and honestly, it should have worked, but it didn't. It really didn't. because It really should have buy... worked. He bit in his private life. He bitched that guy out, but he never went out in public and said, "I hate that guy," which would have been amazing. It would have, yeah. But if he did in public, he would have been like, "That gentleman is indeed unkind. I would challenge him to combat most mutual." That's the way he talks. But that's what we were all waiting for. The Rex guy kind of had some like Bane, um, like attributes to his voice too. I don't know if you Mm. noticed that or not, Celeste. He was jealous of his sick mustache. <laughs> he sounded Banish at times. Banish? What's that guy's name again? I, yeah. I should 
push people towards that website because it is pretty good. That guy does some cool videos. Corey. Uh, the Ryan. I thought his name was Ryan something. Ryan Corey. Oh, we were Ryan both Corey. right. Yeah, it's Ryan Corey. Two first uh, names. Ha. <laughs> uh, AKA um, Rex Velvet. With a mustache like that, I'd let him rock my velvet for sure. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's all I got for that. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. That was a good one. That was a really good one. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. I love these ones that we come into it with just like no fucking idea where it's gonna end. I don't appreciate your ruse, sir. I don't appreciate your ruse. This is the second time you've done this to Darren now. It's the same thing with good old Joe adopting oh, yeah. all those babies that showed up in the stroller. <laughs> I mean, I kind of knew about that one a little bit. I didn't. Yeah, I know. I remember. It was upset. <laughs> You're like, I, I, where did the, where did the babies come from, Richard? Where did the babies come from, Richard? Did you know that we have a sticker of that now? Really? That's awesome. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, I didn't even really. I told you there'd be no. I told you there'd be no babies inside the house today. So that's. No, just babies with skinned knees and water park parking lots. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unethical Podcast. If you're not in the Facebook group, stop being such a silly goose and come find us at Unethical, the official unethical podcast group. If you find you just can't handle the anticipation until the next episode, then it's a great time to join our Patreon, where we have a ton of extra unethical content, and of course, our brother podcast, Private Dicks. And in case you didn't hear the good news, Private Dicks is now Public Dicks. Every two weeks, an episode of season one will drop wherever you eat your podcasts, and our lucky Patreon patrons are literally living in the future, listening to new episodes from season two. On the fence about it? Have a listen to the trailer and see what you think. If you've got a case, big or small, give the private dicks a call. And yes, the phone number is real. Enjoy! Have you got a mystery that needs solving? Where is Amelia Earhart? We know. Who the hell was D.B. Cooper? Bah, easy. Bermuda Triangle? Probably solve that one next. Here at Private Dicks, we guarantee a mystery solved every episode. That's with a capital G. Every second Friday, the Private Dicks take a client, record their session, and solve the world's greatest mysteries. One by one. Private Dicks solve them, no problem. God, I love just crushing mysteries. Search up Private Dicks on your favorite podcatcher and you can solve a mystery too. The mystery of what's your favorite podcast? It's Private Dicks. Another one solved. If you have a mystery to be solved, call 1-855-PRVTDIX. That's 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Call 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS and leave us the rundown of the case. Maybe the Dicks will solve it. It's 855-PRIVATE-DICKS. I'm straight when it comes to humans, but fucking gay from old people.